0: Then put your little hand in mine
1: There ain't no hill or mountain we can fly. Welcome to Groundhog Minute, the podcast where we celebrate the 1993 classic Groundhog Day one repetitive minute at a time. I'm one of your hosts, Sean. And I'm your
0: host, Dave. And joining us today, we have again, Eric Nash of Watchman Minute. Thanks for coming back
1: hey glad to be back guys how you doing
0: oh we're just waking up we are ready to meet <laughs> the day
1: yeah just ready to, to to greet another Friday and ready to check out ready to talk about minute number eight all right so let me let me do the summary on this bad boy
0: so so we we sh- we know that the uh the no Miami beach as the radio djs have told us hey so the big blizzard's coming in. And they're starting to talk about Will Phil, Punk's Phil, see a shadow? Uh, Phil meets an excited tourist who wants to talk about the groundhog and the weather and if it's going to be in early spring. Uh, Phil just gives him the March 21st line, gets away, and we get our first shot of the breakfast nook downstairs and Mrs. Lancaster.
1: All right, so let's talk about uh, the DJs. We heard a little bit of them yesterday, we hear a lot more of them today. <laughs> And these, you know, these are the, the the wacky morning zoo guys. I don't think we get any actual special effects, but we get. Uh, they start. Well, they they start making like pig sounds, like hog, like hog calls. Huh. Even though, like groundhog, completely different kind of hog. They what's uh, the
0: noise? Like what's the noise? Or I, that's what I was thinking. Like you begin, like what noise? You know, like. There's no real like really cool noise, but a hog. You know, it, it's catchy. And, Makes for great radio.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I thought this was I, I felt like this is a little bit of a callback to the weather report that Phil gave us in the beginning when he's like mm-hmm. there's this big blue thing. And now here they're talking about this blizzard thing. Yeah. That like so just just fills an everyman. It just kind of emphasizes the um not the plainness, but, like, the non-specialness of Phil. Like, even when he's cracking wise and making jokes about the weather, it's the same shtick that, you know, that every morning DJ is doing mm-hmm. as well.
0: Um. Yeah, so, I like, I was already, as I was saying, I think Phil has definitely heard these guys the last few years. I think their voices remind him how much he probably just wants to get cleaned up and get out. Um. But, yeah, so, like, I was... Yeah, no, 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 you go. You go. You I go.
1: just want to jump in. So you think Phil is like stealing their shtick? Like four like four years ago, <laughs> Phil was a straight up like high pressure weather system, the high, the low, precipitation kind of weatherman by the book. He gets sent to Punxsutawney tawny for this, you know, lifestyle, special interest groundhog thing. He hears these guys talking about. Oh, there's a blizzard thing and chaplips and 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 they're kind of being wacky about it. And he's like, "This is you know the middle of nowhere, central PA. No one's heard these guys. No one knows who they are. I'm gonna steal some lines for them. Bring it to Pittsburgh. Bring them to P- the big city. No one will know. They'll think I came up with it. And all of a mm. sudden, it's oh the you know tall trees in the northwest and gang wars in Southern California and all that stuff." Like yeah. do you think, like he took some of that with him when he when he leaves because he's been hearing yeah. them, you know, at least one morning a year for the past four years.
0: That's I like that. I, I didn't think about that that through, and I like that. I it it and like he you know these are d- DJs. that are essentially you know trying to make time like we are, you know, trying to make sure you fill <laughs> you fill up you fill up your good episode with a good enough content. And you know, and and they're just riffing, but to him, like I think when he says he says he's doing it that he's like really doing a crap. Like he's really being like, wow, that's some high quality jokes you're telling there. <laughs> and it's like he it's like he thinks that if I tell good enough jokes, that's a good enough personality that I can put I can put up you know, as a front. You know? If I if I tell enough dumb jokes like, you know, um people, you know, can I can, I don't have to be nice to people. Cause I've done a few jokes on television. I think mm-hmm. yeah, I think there's a little we got into Phil there and his little psyche. He did he steals other people's jokes, does it as his own and thinks that because he put that minimal effort in that he's a uh,
2: he's the big cheese. So, so do you think before then he he was kind of being nice to people before that happened? I mean, he's got
0: because like he thinks himself as the talent who's going to get the big job somewhere. We don't know where, but and we have no evidence of it. But uh, if he's if he's taking this job, if it's real or not. He had to have been good at some point, like yeah. legitimately good, and then at some point he realized that he could coast um but yeah, like maybe he let he read some idea that somebody's looking for you know resume for weatherman he thought oh i'm I'm a you know he says like his paperwork and he's like oh i'm a I'm a steal, he'll definitely take me and then like you know lies to the rest of people that he's already he's already on his way out. It's weird like you say, he says that at the beginning, but yeah, we have no evidence that ever. That anyone ever mentions it, it's weird. Um, so so when he's in the bathroom, I started looking at, uh, and he started cleaning up. I noticed a few details. One, he doesn't have his toothbrush in the cup, so he either did brush his teeth last night because he thinks that it's not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> Like, like he's Tim, it's just like, I don't even want to brush my teeth with the water here. I don't know, I don't know how, <laughs> how paranoid he is of this town, how much he doesn't yeah. want to be there. But I thought that was weird, because, you know, brushing your teeth hmm. is like, you know, dude, it takes you like a few minutes, and it's good, because you're going to be on the television. Right. Um, and I noticed, like, there's there's like two mm-hmm. little terrier figures, one on, next to the lamp at the <laughs> windowsill, or uh, the uh, little oh, yeah. stained glass window, and then and one ooh. on the dresser. So Mrs. Lancaster clearly likes little dogs. And look at that little pamphlet on the doorframe. It could be like a welcome guest or kind of like just a little historical thing about maybe this building, this house or this town. Like she maybe Mrs. Lancaster leaves these little like little Easter eggs that like, you can read a little bit about the town and, and Oh, stuff. yeah,
1: yeah. That seems like she's – yeah, that's the kind of thing she would do. There's little like history of the house or the family that lived there in the 1800s yeah. and – little bits about the town and whatnot.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh, and yeah, we all, obviously a lot of lamps and like the wiring in this place wasn't <laughs> barely held together. All these little lamps. Cause you they see how those She has those old button sockets. Those
1: yeah. Little,
0: those things. I don't even know that light switch. Cause it's like a button on and a button off.
1: It just adds to the, the country feel. Uh-huh. And, uh,
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. Because she looked between the two electric lamps. There's a, there's a, there's an oil lamp.
1: Well, yeah. So, like, is that, is that like a functional oil lamp? Cause, you know, yeah, the, the you know they may blow a circuit or trip a fuse or something. But, but also, like at any moment, there's
0: nothing. That, this is this is like you know, er, you know, this is a 93s, early '90s. No one has tech. You know, their tech that they're charging. You're not charging your cell phone. You're not. I mean, at most, you're charging your pager. That's like that's most you're charging. So. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, I'd i say electric shaver is the next likely.
0: Okay. Possible. Mm, that's you're right. That's probably the only. Thing, electric thing you would probably bring with you. Yeah. Is it, You're right. Is electric razor.
1: Right. Though I don't, Did people, I, I think I always, I char- a pager was like a little run, like a month on a, on a triple battery. Like, I don't know if you, those were things you charge, but yeah, there's, there's no laptops. There's no cell phones. And, um,
0: and then, yeah, I was trying to figure out that picture in the back, uh, behind the oil lamp. I said, it looks like a seal, like a seal, like like a circus seal,
1: maybe on a beach bouncing a ball. It's, uh, oh,
0: yeah, yeah, it's with, with the ball, on it, right? So, yeah, that's
1: what. Yeah, that's kind of the impression I got. You know, I, I couldn't get a good look at it when he walks past, but then, like, while he's in his little sink cubby, yeah, there's something going on there. So, and I did notice. So he's just got when he walks to the window, we see there's the chair with his tie and his suit and stuff just thrown on it.
0: Yeah. Does he want to hang him up? He, he just lays this is what I want to wear. He lays on the on the chair and that's the end of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So like what do you do? Like Eric, when you if you travel, if you're gonna be someplace, like not for a long period of time, but maybe a weekend, maybe just a day, are you putting stuff in drawers? Are you just like living out of a suitcase, you tossing everything uh-huh. in
2: the Oh no, oh, no definitely out, yeah, definitely have the uh the bag, the suitcase bag thing, what have you. Mm-hmm for that of stay, And even for the longer
1: stays, it actually takes me a good day or two actually really to get everything kind of put away. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm an, I'm an unpacker. I like the first thing when I get in, I'm throwing stuff in drawers, I'm unpacking. Well, cause then I, cause like then what I'll do like for the rest of the stay, it's then all will reverse as I'm, as I'm taking dirty clothes off. I'm, I just throw it in the suitcase, hmm. and then at the end of the stay, I'm ready to go.
2: Yeah, put into the drawers or whatever.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: No, that's yeah, but as it, but Phil doesn't want to use any of these amenities. He doesn't want to. I think he doesn't even brush his teeth. He just wants to. I, and I'm, we're assuming he takes a shower, but we just don't see
1: because there is a shower like
0: a, a room in this building. Well,
1: he no, he well he doesn't shower. He showers tonight. I think he showered last night? I guess it's playing like maybe like. He pro- I, I've done this, like if you're doing a quick, a quick trip, I'll do like, I'll shave, I'll shower and shave Friday, like Friday evening or like Friday afternoon before I hit the road. And then I'm like, all right, I'm good for Saturday. And then Sunday, I'm like, well, I'm coming home Sunday night. I'll shower when I get home. All right. You know, so I, I feel like I can get a weekend. Like if I just shower late on Friday, I can get through a weekend. Maybe that's probably his thought. He, you know, he, he showered up on the first before they left and he's hoping to get, I mean, I, I still brush my teeth, but, uh, like he was, his original plan was they're going to be out of town before he needs another shower. Yeah. Well,
2: let me, let me ask you guys this. If, if you do the splash in your face, do you do cold water like Phil or, or hot or in between?
0: I do cold, start with cold and then get it hot with a washcloth. I don't do hot water in the hands on face. I do, uh, soapy hot rag and then and then that's how I, I wake up in the morning
1: i like the hot i'll let it run if, if i need to to let it warm up i like the hot I'll do, I'll do i'll do a hot and then a cold to kind of cool off at the end how about how about you eric i'm just all hot, all
2: hot. or actually really, really you know the, just the warm, warm is fine I'll, I'll i'll
1: start you know i'll let it run until it gets at least warm And that's all I do. Yeah. I mean, if I'm just waking up, so what I'll do is I'll wait, I'll let the hot water run a little bit if it needs to, till the hot water gets there. So the hands and face hot brush the teeth with the cold and then just do a splash on, you know, a cold finish at the end after brushing. Yeah. Right. But uh, like the first thing in the morning, especially on a cold day, I'm going to want some hot water. That's just me. Mm. You
0: know, behind him, you don't see it at first, but, There's that black bag in the corner. Mm -hmm. That's, that's gotta be his, uh, his personal. So that's probably where his, his toothbrush and like other and his aftershave probably
1: is. So that's, that's a, that's a good segue. I'm going to, I'm going to pick up on that. So in the, in the original script, that was something that was one of the, the kind of devices that Ruben used to show the, the kind of the passage of time and, or the repeating of the days. And, what it would be so every night um, every night Phil would put his garment bag on the floor, and then every morning when he woke up, it would be hanging on the back of the door again. And that's like one of the signs how he knew, oh, the, the, the day's repeating and I'm not out of the loop yet. Mm-hmm. When he looked like I think it was I think it was like one of the first things he did when he got up. He'd like get up, he'd take his garment bag off the hook and throw it on the floor. And then the next morning, he'd wake up, he'd be back up on the door, um, and that's obviously something they didn't use in the in the movie. We can see, yeah, his bag is just kind of sitting on a stand. Um, but one of the things they do use in this movie as a device to show um, the the passage or lack thereof of time is this chipper fellow that Phil runs into in the hallway, who uh, you know, he says, "You have to see the groundhog." And he's gonna run into this guy day after day, and that's actually it's something that uh, that Ramus mentions in the uh, in you know in, in the commentary on the DVD or on the Blu Ray that there's a couple things that they just they make sure to kind of let us know that or that and and let Phil know <laughs> that he's repeating.
0: Yeah, if, you, if I mean, it's like, you got you got the Sunny and Share and the, the dumb DJs, and I mean, like, yeah, you think Phil? Maybe we'll see down the line, but. You know, does Phil try to avoid this guy? Does Phil hide in his room a little bit, a few, you know, another minute for this guy to pass? You know, once once Phil starts realizing he's got to deal with this, at least this guy, and then maybe it gets to the point where Phil just doesn't care.
1: <laughs> yeah. So at this point, he's still, um, for as much of a jerk as he is, and as crude as he is. He's making a little bit of conversation. He's kind of snarky about it. Like, oh, early, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't play into the, the groundhog thing. Like, so early spring, eh, March 21st. <laughs> That's a real, yeah, a real wise ass answer. Well, yeah, and this is the first guy he meets of the day. So I guess
0: this is like, this is the best we're going to see Phil. Is this, is this day, like, it's all
1: downhill for
0: me. Like, all right, man, I'll give you, I'll give you the best, my best attitude. I'll just say i just say the exact the exact answer you you want they, they, you don't want it and uh, and then move along. God, '90s suits look so bland. Those ties look so bland. <laughs> like when they stare when they stand right next to each other, I'm like they're almost wearing the same colored suit. This like it's not exactly black or navy. It's mm. like almost like a slate.
1: Yeah. It's just yeah that that '90s gray. They've got yeah very '90s ties. Those
0: ties, those I forget if those those patterns are called. But God, they're so disgusting to me.
2: Phil's though is slightly more. The, the suit uh, color is slightly more. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I hate to say classy, but you know, just, just there's a, there's a touch of the blue in it.
0: I mean, yeah, Phil's is definitely, like, yeah, you can tell it's a better tailored suit. He's probably just wearing, like, a basic warehouse suit. But those, tie, those ties just bug me so much. There's, like, patterns on it. Yeah. Ugh.
2: Well, that's all I have because I haven't worn a suit for that long, though. I mean, as far as the ties go. Yeah, no, I don't
0: wear a suit to work. So, like, yeah, it's 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 odd that I, you know, when I wear one.
2: Yeah. Shirt or tie. tie.
0: Um, all right. So, all right. Are we in the breakfast nook? Because I... I started counting heads. So right, we have the burgers that we see Mrs. Lancaster bring, you know, walking around with orange juice and she has a staff helper in the back. Um, so looks like so far I can count in the scene. We have two families of four, an older married couple, an even older married couple. There's an old guy talking to that couple. And then there's the man in the hall. And then there's Phil. So there's at least seven guest rooms in this place. That just sounds really big. Sean, what's your take?
1: Yeah. um, Well, did you count when, when Phil walks in? So there's the two older, there's like the older couple with the guy standing, talking to them. But then on the other side of the doorway that Phil walks through, there's a guy sitting down, like reading the paper. Oh, oh no. And there's looks like maybe a lady
0: next to him. There's like a little hint of blonde. So, that puts it at least at 8 guest rooms.
1: It's a big house.
0: It's a huge house.
1: Unless people are just coming over for breakfast, but I assume like You can't get breakfast without the bed. Bed and breakfast, like they have a bed here. Um yeah. and like some of the families, they must some of the families must share a room, like maybe they got rooms where like there's a queen bed and then they can like roll in a cot for the kids or something. Maybe, yeah. I've used you, you you assume each table is at least, yeah, it's
0: like you have a part, family of four over there, and you have that family in the center, and then you have the the, the, the couple over here as she's walking by with the orange juice, and then you have yeah, then the older couple, the old guy talking to them, which he seems like he's from a separate group. In fact, he's not sitting with them; yeah. he's standing. And then yeah, and a couple. Oh my gosh, people! H- hey, how you like this one? I noticed it right at second fifty-nine of our minute. Uh, Phil eyebrows the uh the the staff, uh the younger staff woman. <laughs> As she's walking by with the plate, she looks at him, and he looks over at her. His head cocks, he does the he does the the, raise the eyebrows like a head.
1: So I was like, "Oh, geez, Phil." I hadn't noticed that before.
0: Yeah, like you gotta uh, you watch it. Yeah, as I said, he's moving fast. Right before the minute cuts out, you see his eyebrows just like, go yeah poof, a little up. There's a little wiggle up. <laughs> oh,
1: what a dog!
0: <laughs> yeah, and she's like, she's just you know. She's just a staff. She's just helping, man. I just yeah. all right. I, was, I guess he didn't, he didn't say anything. So and he for for his in his opinion, he's never going right. to see them again. You know, so like that's another thing we need to keep this in mind. In his mind, right now, he thinks he's never going to see these people again. So he is okay with just doing these little subtle micro burn bridges kind of yeah. situ- things.
1: So I don't know. So you ever have like that kind of situation where? Yeah, you kinda like you're interacting with people and you're like, I yeah, I'm never gonna see these people again. And whatever you're doing, you're just like, This is just for now, and then and then they show up again, and then it turns out, oh, I gotta, you know, you pass someone in the parking lot, and then, you know, then suddenly like they're sitting next to you, oh, this is your new coworker or something like that. You ever have that kind of experience?
0: <laughs> uh never that i definitely i definitely had the oh i'm never gonna see these people again because like you know during like high school and stuff you're like i'm doing the math like there's no way i want to see these people again and so like you know you get to the end of the senior year like i don't care i don't care
1: yeah well how about you eric Uh, yeah tell us
2: Eric yeah i mean i you know i definitely feel like i have i can't think of one specific time even (laughs) Of, 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 of the more immediate quicker versions of that um but but the, the way you were originally going and talking about this kind of situation, yeah, I mean, I I can I can see some people kind of really taking advantage of that, and I don't know, kind of being, I don't know, it's it's it's, it's the kind of people that are kind of like really loopy and 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 just go mm-hmm. go nutty and and do all kinds of weird things just to kind of attract attention and
1: and and I don't know, I yeah. Yeah. You can kind of just go off and like, Hey, what the heck, you know, I'm just yeah. passing through. I'm never, I'm, I'm not going to see these people again. I'm not coming back to this town or, or not, <laughs> not for another year at I, I must, you know, but then, uh, yeah, it doesn't, you know, and then, then life throws you a, a curve sometimes. It, it can be fun people sometimes, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 just thought of that question and I, I can't think of any specific examples. I know, um, yeah, I know. I I think it's more well the the examples that I can think of are more like things I should do, like something around the house or whatever, like something with my car, like it kind of like there's a rattle and I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, that's <laughs> nothing. I don't really need to pay attention to that. And then it comes oh, back man. and I'm like, oh, now it's broken.
0: <laughs> I I know. I remember, Sean, we used to talk about this when we start first started talking about Groundhog, but. I, I, I've been going back scrubbing through this in the previous minute when we first see exterior of the house. They're, I mean, like, you know, not, the interior and the exterior of the house don't really match, like, like dimensions inside. Yeah, I don't no. want to get too, yeah. like, whoa, it doesn't match. Where does that door go? I don't want to get into that. But, like, like how the window, that bay window... <laughs> but where does but that, that door like, go? Like, no, the bay window's right there that she's walking past. <laughs> I I think that's on the, what I would consider like left side of the house. If you're looking at it, be your right side. If you're looking straight at it, but on the inside of the left side of the house. So the wall she's walking Mm -hmm. up against would be almost like right near the end of the house. But it looks like there's a door frame to her right that leads somewhere. And then, uh, I said, Phil walks in. I haven't really seen the whole layout yet, but it, it looks like there's just more going back there. You see a hallway, you see
1: that green room.
0: I'm just like, I don't. This house is huge.
1: <laughs> this is yeah. Well, that, it's, I so, hope
0: somebody. I hope somebody who's listening to this podcast read "House of Leaves" because that's the vibe I got right now. It doesn't make it. This house doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, though it's interesting because so I think and you. I think you've read the same stuff, Dave, that I have. Like everything I've read says. You know, this actual house in Woodstock, they just used the exterior. The only time anyone from the crew went inside was to turn lights on for continuity and that kind of stuff. And all the interior stuff is a studio somewhere else. But the um, backing up a little bit around 30, 32 seconds through this minute, we get the view that Phil has looking out the window. That's the view from the house. So... They Hmm. did at least one – there's at least one thing – well, at least two things that they filmed inside the house. And that would have been Phil looking out on February 2nd because this is the view out the window of the house. And then the shot tomorrow at the end of the movie on February 3rd because it's the same view but there's snow on the ground. like Because they they have – the uh so the house the, the the airbnb listing has some pictures and like the view from the house in real life is this view so, that we see yeah okay movie.
0: so when we look at the house straight at it um i think that that phil is in that top right room on the third that third floor is fire. <laughs> i think that's phil's room yeah. and obviously once you start thinking about it, it doesn't make sense and that where of like it's like the bathrooms here but he looks. At, if he looked out his window, he actually probably would be looking at that tree. <laughs> There's that tree right there. So you could tell the cameraman went up to that yeah. left window on the third floor, the far left, and they filmed the shot out of that one because it's a straight on looking at the little archway and the fence. Uh, and they just replaced it for Phil. But Phil, obviously, his the way his window, um, his, his what we call his blinds, is um. You know, he's clearly on the third floor. <laughs> Like I said, it's, it's, yeah. You know, once, once you realize that everything's fake and there's nothing's real, you know, you just kind of, you move along in your
1: life. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a good looking house. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. And they didn't. Yeah. I don't think they worry too much around. Cause even, I mean, I know it's a really big house, but are there any, are there any bedrooms on the first floor? I'm thinking that's probably all like, there's, you know, there's, there's the, you know, a dining room. There's a room where we see them having breakfast. There's probably rooms where you can just go and sit and read the paper. Like, so if you take in terms of, of bedrooms, like take the first floor out. Okay. And so you've got all right, a second and third floor, which they're pretty big, but are they, is it like eight bedrooms big? Yeah. It's gotta be like 500 feet.
0: Yeah. It's hard to tell how <laughs> far back that house goes.
2: <laughs> it's maybe, yeah. yeah, it's just deep. We don't see. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. The, the only, the only other thing I'd like to mention is back to the DJs is that, uh, you know, Oh. For years, I always thought one of them sounded a lot like Bill Murray's older brother who was in this. Yeah, okay. And then in re-listening to it as much as I did for this, um, I thought the other one actually sounded a little bit like,
1: at least at one point, uh, Stephen Tobolowsky. Yeah, When you, I, I just yeah, I had a note that I forgot about. As soon as you mentioned G.J.'s, so I'm like, oh yeah, I meant to say that. It's weird when they start. Yeah, I had the same thing. One of them sounds like... Um, Brian Doyle Murphy, who is who is yeah, Bill's older brother, who we're gonna see later as like the grand marshal guy. And it's it's weird. I can't decide it at, at first when he's like, oh, it's cold out there every day, I think he sounds like Harold Ramis. But you're right, later on, where they're talking about like the chap mm. lips and you know, they think Punksaw's gonna fill Punk Phil's gonna see a shadow. Later on, then yeah, he kind of starts to sound like Stephen Tobolowsky, and I've you know I looked at like the IMDb trivia, uh, I listened to the yeah. um, the director's commentary, I did googling. I don't know what else I can do. I haven't found anything oh, no. on like who those voices are. No, no, no. Yeah, what do you got, Dave?
0: No, I got it. No, you missed the one thing. You missed the one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I yeah, to go to movie quotes because I knew. Somebody was going to write this quote up now. At least through IMDb's quotes, they have Richard Hensel and Rob Riley. Uh, Hensel doesn't have a picture, so I don't know what he looks like. And Rob Riley, you know, has he had a body of work from the 80s even until present day, but um, his I I don't recognize him from anything. Uh, so uh, yeah, so as I went through quotes, and when I found the quote of the DJs talking about their chapped lips. They had the credited as, and it says on at least on their pages um, that they are credited as DJ. Oh, okay. Grant Hunting. Not sure which oh, one, but. All
1: right. Yeah. Uh, Cause I had read, like, the only thing I'd found is that they, uh, there was like some famous DJ that I'd never heard of that Ramus had wanted to get who like wouldn't do it. But so they, oh, uh, so there are people that did it and they're not. They're not the people that we thought they sounded like.
0: But I, I'll agree though. when I first did hear it, I, I thought it was—I thought Brian Doyle Murray was involved, but no, okay. just these guys who sounded similar like him. It would be funny though, wouldn't it? Like in lore, like if if, if yeah. like the Groundhog guys were also the DJs, they just like <laughs> they like did their own, they did their own, like they like us, like they did their own little podcast, so like. <laughs> and uh, we're about to uh, get the groundhog. And they they run up yeah. to the stage. Well, why don't we, you know what? We'll just cut this all out.
1: Let's just say. Oh, and so, by the way, I don't know if you knew, but the <laughs> DJs we hear on the radio are the same guys that we see with the groundhog. <laughs> just cut
0: it just We'll just lie. We'll just lie. We'll just lie.
1: Yeah. We'll just lie. And then we'll go. We'll update Wikipedia. And then, <laughs> well, because I'm coming off. I, I did um, last year. I did Spinal Tap Minute with my wonderful co-host, Heidi Bennett. I'm going to plug in there, spinal but they do a lot of that kind of stuff in that movie. There's like the airport scene where they're going through the metal detector and the air, they're doing like just generic airport announcements in the background. And it's Michael McKean and it's Harry Shear doing them, like ah. it's their voices. And then there's a scene where, um, where the, the band gathers around the radio and cause they're playing an old spinal tap song and it's Harry Shearer doing the voice of the DJ. Like <laughs> okay. so, they they did a lot of that stuff where there was like a voice in the background to be one of the guys. So I thought maybe maybe they did that here, but uh... Uh, but yeah,
0: that's 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 really all I have right now for uh, for minute eight. We just have you know Phil just not wanting to give this uh, this bed and breakfast any of the time of day. He would get out if he if he had an ejector seat from his room to the to the steps. He done it. <laughs>
1: If the, yeah, if there was like the the um the inflatable slide from when like a plane crashes, if he could yeah. just slide out his window and not even have to go through and deal with any of these people. He could.
0: Well, yeah.
1: But you know, Phil, your attitude is going to change.
0: Yeah, he's got a lot to learn. That's all I gotta say about that. A lot to learn.
1: Yeah. Well, so um, so Eric, um anything else, not just on this minute, anything else groundhog related. Before we let you go for the weekend,
2: uh, groundhog related. Uh, so, uh, you know what 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 are they really? Have we looked them up? Have you guys looked up what a groundhog really is?
0: <laughs> Pop quiz.
1: Um. Well, yeah. So, well, I you know, you- the, what what are the Latin names? I mean, I, d- I don't know. I'm not, a, <laughs> I'm not like a <laughs> I'm not a groundhog biologist. I will. I do know this. A groundhog is a woodchuck. Or the same. Groundhog, woodchuck, same thing. And actually I I don't haven't seen any around. I moved a couple years ago. I haven't seen any around. I don't think this neighborhood. My old house, we had a a back deck. Not like not a really high deck. Like you'd walk out the back door and you'd be like a foot off the ground. There was like a low deck. And then we had a groundhog slash woodchuck who lived underneath, who had dug a hole. We'd see him around. Um, running around the backyard and stuff. And then if he saw me looking at him through the window, he'd run under the deck. And uh, the thing is, I like the groundhog. Groundhog's fine. I got no issues with the groundhog. The problem is uh, other things will live in the groundhog hole. So we had a lot of chipmunks that would they they kind of share. They will move into the groundhog hole, mm-hmm. and the chipmunks will come inside. Will like chew through your walls and Ooh. and then you know and die and then you know they they oh. crawl in some corner and die and then like your basement smells of dead animal and you got to find oh, wow. you got to figure out where this where the smells coming from and and the dead chipmunk and everything so yeah so the groundhog is cool I like the groundhog the groundhog friends you know the groundhog attracted <laughs> some of the wrong element I had an issue there but but the groundhog itself yeah. I, you know, no, no problems. I got, I got nothing against the groundhog. Yeah,
0: I honestly, I don't think in my my parents' neighborhood or anything. I don't think I've ever really seen one. Like, yeah, I've seen. I only, I, I mean, like, even. I, and they're a day creature, right? They're not like a nocturnal or
1: anything. They're not like a raccoon. No, 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 no. They're yeah, they'll, they'll they're out during the day.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think I ever. I'm I'm trying to think. I don't think I, I don't know if I ever saw one. No, yeah, at least in Jersey, I don't think I ever
2: did. Well, I do have its scientific name, Marmota monax. Oh. So you guys can put there that you in go. your bank and uh, count it and your backpack right. in your back
1: pocket. So is that are they are they are, are they officially a marmot? Are they in the, the marmot family? Rodent, rodent, rodent of the family. Yeah, Skiridae? Skiridae? I can say that right? Yeah, Skiridae. Okay. There you go. Yep. So <laughs> we learned something today, Marmota Monarchs. Marmota. Yeah, they're around. I mean, they're certainly. I'm trying to think cuz I yeah I grew up in Jersey. I don't know if I ever saw some I had to come up to Massachusetts to see my first groundhog. Yeah, so Eric, you have any uh like actual you ever see a groundhog running around? You play with them? Play with them? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. Yeah, chipmunks definitely groundhogs. Yeah. I don't think so. They look so. like they'd be friendly. Well, maybe not. There's actually there's there's a tale like uh, Bill Murray got bit a couple times. There's scenes when he was driving around, so
2: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, maybe they they probably don't make good pets.
0: No, just yeah, just leave him alone.
1: Just don't don't bother. Yeah, just leave him alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all right, right. yeah, I think that's a sign we're we're done. All right, well, thank you. This has been was this was week number two of the Groundhog Minute program. Thank you very much, Eric, for joining us. Oh, thank you guys. Yeah. So once again, if folks want to hear more of uh, your insightful uh, criticisms, witticisms, more more groundhog um, trivia, where can they tune in? scientific names of animals than our movies well you got you got owls i'm sure there's going to be a lot of owl talk on your show right uh yeah uh, and I, I have looked it up this time i got it ready yes
2: yeah all Right. um but uh so it's watchman minute and where you can find us at real podcast slash watchman minute and uh and just google google watchman minute you'll get it on our facebook uh page and our our group is Crimebusters listener society nice. we're on twitter and instagram watchman minute
1: yeah we definitely encourage all our listeners to check uh, check that out and uh, you can also find us um online we've got we've got a facebook group uh gobblers knob which is our listeners group and we're also on the twitter at groundhog minute and you can also reach us directly uh, Minute at com, And so that's it for us. Thank you for listening. And we will see you tomorrow or we'll see you Monday. <laughs> if there is one. See you then. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll, by the end yeah. of the movie, I'll get it right.
0: You know, we're just, we're not even close to like just depressed nihilistic film. We're not even close to that yet.
1: You know, that's where we're going to get the best moments. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's 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 gonna it's gonna get good. Well, yeah, we're still just we your hair's I don't care what you I can do wrong.